What up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Classic Quest Podcast. This is the show where we break down hip-hop projects track by track, giving thoughts and opinions on every single song. Today, we will be talking about Jada Youngin's Scarred EP. My name is Holden Stefan Roy. I am your lady friend, Bonnie. And I am Chris Chrome. What up, guys? What up, Chris Chrome? And yeah, today we will be talking about Scarred, the new EP from Jada Youngin that dropped January 21st, 2022. And... Hello, Jada Youngin fans. I understand. I understand the moment you may be having here. And that's why we start off the show by going, but let's contextualize our familiarity with the artist and how we came about picking this. And I'll, I'll start this out because they're going to say the same shit. Um, I looked for an EP that came out recently. And with pure virtue of album of the year or whatever that website, I saw that this EP dropped on a very recent date and it had a length of 18 minutes and i said yes this fits all of my criteria for what we're gonna do and without listening to a single song i clicked and i said we're doing this one and now we're here um there are missing lyrics on some of these tracks so you know that when the lyrics are not there the the review portion goes a little quicker but that's kind of what we want to do we want to dig through the crates of life and find music that we are not typically exposed to in some cases and just genuinely consume it and let y'all know what we think of it so just in case i'm wrong did either of you know who jada youngin is before today no no i was i'm an asshole so like i was like oh this is some like new local kid this is whatever and then i hit the spotify and i saw the number of monthly listeners and i was like oh this is some really like popping kid who's got some like okay okay and that's that's kind of how i went into this project like this that's the dead honest truth facts so jada youngin fans you may be surprised by what you get here but that's what we're coming in. We're being candid with Apologize you. Apologize in advance. This is a no-cap <laughs> situation is all I'm saying. Facts. With that, um, what did y'all think about the cover and the title? Um, I like the cover. It, you know, it, it just looks like, you know, he's just sitting in an apartment and he's like kind of, he looks like he's thinking or like reflecting but like also maybe in some sort of like mental pain or struggles like he's just kind of like uh like he just can't even lift his head um it definitely looks like honest and raw and like the the title scarred definitely reflects that it looks like a painful kind of like like maybe he's like mentally scarred or his heart heart scarred or like kind of more like that sense right yeah <clears throat> so i kind of felt like he's praying in a sense um Mm. because he's scarred because he's gone through some shit but i also get like with when you look at his drip and you look at like kind of where he's at and how stylish he is i feel like it's he's he's scarred from his journey but he's like thankful for where he's at right now that's kind of what i'm kind of getting from like the title and just the the the, the the what seems to be a little bit lavishness from the photo but i can also tell like the the i guess it's the like lavishness the in the gutter though because like yeah exactly yeah exactly so that was really dope. And i think the uh, red really exemplifies that because you figure like a red couch is like royalty like the red carpet of sorts which just just because this is the same episode for at least the twitch thing um 
you mentioned red and black in the usage no, on the last it's, one, it's, and here we got it again. No, that's not at all the same usage. I meant exclusively mm. red and black in like the horror theme. Fair, fair enough. Anyway, I, I thought it was cool. I thought it like it, it doesn't. The only thing is, is that it doesn't really tell me much, though. Like it, 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 dude. It you just did you not hear everything you told us that it told like, you? No, I'm not. No, I'm not saying this. I'm not. I'm not saying this properly. Like about the project, I guess it doesn't really tell me much. Like, like I have to think about it first. Like on a first glance, I'm like, okay, you're just kind of there. Like, but like when you think about it, Chris, I'm like, but Chris, like when you look at this album and you look at the title, are you gonna get a, a dancing? Are you gonna get like a party mood? No. Nah, you're gonna. Are you get gonna some get real deal like, shit? Horror? You, you know not. it right away. This guy's about to it's give good. you his emotional <laughs> experiences on what yeah. got him to this place because he's scarred, which to me tells me he's been through something. And yeah. Yeah. I personally find it fascinating when people are willing to share what they've been through in, in an honest and candid way. And that's kind of what I feel like the imagery invokes is that's what we're about to get. Like, this is my soul. And uh, all of what we were saying with the religious metaphor, but it's like a combination of deep pensiveness and praying, right? Because mm -hmm. if you look at it, it's almost like the philosopher's pose, but then you just kind of, but it's not really praying either because I don't find people pray like that. Usually everything's lower. So by raising his hands to his forehead, it kind of creates a more ambiguousness to it. Mm -hmm. And it adds like a level of like almost like stress and pressure. Yeah. Because that's where like the pressure and shit is, you know. I don't know, but like my chakras. Has a headache or but if I was a like, chakra Ugh. speaking motherfucker, it would be like that part. I love his hairdo too; very stylish. And I do think that it is meant to be this clean drip, this vibrancy in the midst of the dark environment. So it eloquently dictates: I am gotten a level of success, and I am scarred because of it. Um, I think it visually communicates a lot, so it's a cool cover. And the title in one word communicates a lot. So it's a powerful title. And I like the brevity yeah. in it. Um, let's get through the track by track. Y'all might not know how it is, but you will find out it is scarred time. Hey, Bonnie, what do you think about this song? Um, so he's just kind of talking about that he is, you know, making moves. He's traveling. Um, well, at the same time, you know, he's kind of involved with uh, some illegal sort of business. Um, you know, he wants to kind of make it on his own, uh, you know, and do things his way because it just seems like the people that he has encountered in the past may be um, kind of playing him or being a little unreliable. Um, he does kind of talk about like some of the drugs that he's on. He does talk, I think, he, I know he mentions promethazine, I think that's right, um, which is one of like the main ingredients in purple drink um, and some lean. Um, so he's kind of touching on all of that. Um, and, uh, you know, he kind of talks about that he has sex with girls um, if it helps him succeed, like, you know, he's like, sure, whatever, I'll do anything. Like, I'll sleep with a girl if it gets me, like, where I need to be, um, you know, which is interesting. It's not necessarily something you usually hear from, like, guys. Um, and not really, like, anything, like, super innovative in this song, necessarily, but it sounds fine. It sounds good. It's uh, very, like, typical of, like, this sounding rap genre, if you know what I mean um so for me it like my overall feeling it was that it was an honest song but not like necessarily an original kind of sound 
like in that sense. So I gave it a 4.2 on five. Um, I kind of like feel you on the sound. I think at like a first listen of the project, I was like, this is like, I feel like I've heard this type of vibe and stuff. But then really getting into it and really kind of feeling how he uses like the auto tune and some of the effects on it really give this nice emphasis to like building the atmosphere around certain tracks. Um, I want to get that out of the way now because that's like a big part of this project. There is a lot of effects, a lot of auto tune. And if yeah. I repeat it, everybody, I'm sorry. Uh, but with that being said, <clears throat> I like how the title is called, the title of the song is called Scarred. And he's giving you like these kind of what I, I assume are like parallels to uh, some bad things in his life, but some also like some of the good things in his life, but how these two things are like scarring him. For example, in the chorus, when it starts off, I'm on some gangster shit, so I don't talk on cell phones. And it's like, that could be like, you've been through some gangster some gangster stuff. You kind of know some of the codes, some of the way of kind of handling business. So you're scarred with those memories. You're scarred with those experiences. That's why in your like part of life where you're succeeding and stuff, you still kind of act and move these type of ways. Um, he's scarred because, uh, you know, it seems like he's dealing with something with like a woman, give her everything and she just did him wrong or whatnot. So that also could leave you scarred. But like moving forward, but like that's kind of how he goes for it. I like how he gives and pays the respect to the people behind law behind bars, how he's kind of giving them like their anthem with that. And he's kind of speaking for them. So that's also kind of cool as well. Um, and then like with the verse. Right. So like ain't no way we going back broke. You know what it feels like to be poor. You don't want to go back to that. That leave you that left you scarred. Yeah. Uh, Promethazine got me living my life up in a slow in slow mo. Clearly, you're like dealing with some whatever and you're using drugs to cope or however that what stood out to me is his his use of yolo and i think the only reason why it stood out is because it's kind of showing the impact in the younger generation so i looked how i looked up how old jay the youngin is and he's 23 born in 98 right so yolo came out in like 2012 okay. like the the, the... <sighs> anyway go on. but like it's just it was cool to me how i was just like Yo, like we don't say that anymore. Like I haven't really heard anybody I literally say that. Literally say like, YOLO all the time. What do you speak for yourself? Not like speak for yourself, like, Chris. This is I, a speak I'm speaking for, yourself. for myself. No, you I spoke mean, for everyone. No, I don't really hear people say that. I was saying that I don't. If you do, sure, but I don't think you use it in like a legitimate way. The way that I feel he is like really only living life. No, once. I use it in the exact same way. <clears throat> There's only Fair one enough. life. Okay, all right. Well, Fair enough. I just, it was just cool to me that it, it stood around because I, we, like, I don't use it anymore, whatever. Um, but m moving on with that, it just, the song kind of held on its own. I thought it was cool and it was pretty short. Like it didn't really have much more than that to it. Um, yeah, I left it with, it was a nice introduction to it. So I gave it a 4.2 on five. I like, I'm like, first time I heard this song, I was like, the fuck am I going to come on a bunch of gangster shit? That's not really my life. And I'm like, what am I going to do? Judge a guy for doing lean? Nah, it's not really the approach for this type of mm. shit. Because I'm not spectating on somebody else's lifestyle and giving a bunch of social commentary. I've done that in the past. It's not the move here. Instead, there's a musicality to it. I actually love this sound. Like, I fucks with, like, a lot of the Southern Drill flows. Like, the... 
the early kind of rush sound to it where it feels like every bar spit like a little bit early whereas like new york goes a little bit into the louisiana yeah and then like new york will be like more in the middle of the pocket i like that early shit i like that fucking almost erraticness to the flow i feel like his melody game is gorgeous like this guy really like that's not effects that's like he sings that shit and the effects are icing on a cake type shit his precision on every syllable is really good like this dude has 10k plus hours is what i hear in that flow and it's so wonderful to listen to and then as far as the beat goes i mean look you like it you don't like it i understand it is absolutely in the realms of a standard beat i think his delivery though actually stands out a little bit um, in terms of, I've heard a lot of people not do it as good as this. <laughs> so that's where I'm left with. Like, I've heard a lot of not as good as this. That makes me go, oh, this is actually really good compared to all the not as good I've heard. So mm. uh, it's maybe not the best frame of reference for the average person. It's a Holden reference. But so how the fuck do I know a 23-year-old Southern state jargon is, bro? Like, I'm not even going there. But what is interesting to me is this is a very candid song. And I find it like really believable in the sense that like he's clearly going through the struggles of success in his life and he's clearly dealing with heartbreak and people not being loyal to him and he is coping via drugs because of the environment of his situation. And as a 34-year-old man, how often do I get to hear what a 23-year-old feels, yo? You know, and it's really like that as much as it's got a degree of whatever's happening in, in, I guess, the standard nature of the bars. I do feel like this is an emotional landscape song. And what he's trying to do is paint almost a canvas of how he feels to paint why he's scarred. And I think he does that really effectively. Like, no feelings no more. I'm out of luck. Like, yo, that's wild that this 23-year-old successful kid feels like that. That's, that's a sad thing to hear if you're just being like human about it you know like that's the parts that really struck out to me was his pain and i felt that pain and i really feel like he brilliantly put that together into a song am i gonna judge it under some golden era hip-hop standards absolutely fucking not but it's a really musical beautiful experience to me and i really enjoy listening to it and i find i go through that a lot with that southern drill-ish scene don't it might not be drill. i don't fucking know my subgenres of hip-hop like that no more <laughs> no cap anyway um i like this a lot it's like a 4.25 um i don't know enough about the genre to go too much into the nuances of why i like it more but i like this more than other things like this i've heard um let's move on to ready for it um what do y'all think about Ready For It? I think it slaps. I think it's a nice follow-up to the last track. This is where I feel like he's basically kind of giving you that like hard flex. I'm the best. This is like, you ain't ready for me. Fuck the smoke. They say you ready for it. Say you ready for the smoke. It's like, if you want, if you say you want the smoke with me, let's say you ready for it. Like he's just, he's really just out here flexing. <laughs> Like really just kind of proving to everybody that he he put in the work and that he is essentially the best. Um I I don't really know what else to kind of say. It's pretty straightforward. Um asking for that pressure, you gonna get it. That's what you begging for. We already one up, tell them, bitch, bitches look it. up, check the score. Do you, you have know, commentary on those bars? Not particularly, it just kind of flows through and gives us that like, yeah, don't fuck with me if you're not ready to fuck with me type vibe. That's that's really what I got from this. 
Um, I just left it with a four on five. I ain't got much. Yeah. Um, so for me, like he's kind of just talking about that he has haters, um, but he's kind of ready for any trouble that any, anyone brings to him. Um, he does kind of mention he's on lean again. Um, he has guns and is ready for anyone who talks shit about him and he's ready to like destroy whoever. Um, and like, he's kind of saying like, we're already like ahead of like the people who hate on them. So it's like, not a big deal. It's like, whatever. Um, and you know, he's not alone. He does have people around him. So he's kind of like, well, be ready to deal with it. If you try to like come at me or whatever. So for me, like, it was a good song. It was all right. I gave it a four on five. This shit slaps. Oh my gosh. It's so good. Again, I told y'all I'm a sucker for this. Yo, I'm already going to be doing my little drill dance that like one, I can do the one with the foot and the stomp. That's the one I'd be really working on right now. Like I fucks with this heavy. Like that's the first thing I felt like the last song kind of was a little bit somber. It kind of came through with that energy. And then this, it like feels like the sadness kind of metamorphizes into a bit of anger, which if you think about being scarred, it is a complex mix of emotions. And if we're going to explore yes. the emotions like that, that's what I feel here. Like, yo, you think you can come from me? Blah! And it comes back with the full intensity of it. And it's reflected in the flow. It is more upbeat. This song is more mm. dancey. So weirdly, actually, dancey is what I will picture in the future for this type of con uh, cover. <clears throat> Yeah. The beat really is amazingly well produced. It kind of comes through with the vibe that makes you want to move. He rides the beat absolutely fucking perfectly. His flow is is really immaculate. The the melodies that he brings to his delivery, again, just from it's almost like he's part of a band. It's like this synergy between, like, you know, I guess yeah. What did I say? Like a band. I don't know why I'm making that more complicated. Um, I feel like the structures are simple. Like, yo, listen, it took me a long time to get used to the fact that, like, choruses are going to be half a song and all that shit. Like, the old man in me is like, blah, where the bars at? But, like, end of the day, you could really sing that shit. And it's really fun. And it just repeats. And it's got, like, a vibe to it. And, like, yo, if I'm going out on my cycle... I might not play this one in public because I try not to play this type of shit in public. But, like, not because of anything other than it's just, like, you know, it's it's a little... There are kids around when you're cycling through the neighborhood type vibe. Um, and, like, I, I just really enjoy it for that kind of exercise vibe for that kind of washing dishes vibe. Like, yo, there's so many moods in my life where this sound just totally works for me. And... I don't feel like there's anything he says here that is really all that different than some of the frustrations I feel when I consider the people who have talked shit about me or the complications and the dramatic nature of the social politics that go into success and having to like actually have had people be like, yo, look, bro, compared to that person, you're doing so much better. So like, it's not really that different than some of the emotions I go through. It's just manifesting in a lifestyle that I really don't live. I mean, I smoke a copious amount of THC, so the fuck am I going to judge somebody with lean? I did see that Netflix shit, so that dad aging me is like, damn, that fucks up brain chemistries and shit. But, like, I ain't never done it, so I'm not going to judge it. And I understand that if you're in an environment where that's where it goes, that's unfortunately how a lot of people be coping through shit. A lot of people mm -hmm. like drugs. <laughs> I like drugs. I don't know about X. fully how to do responsible drugs. I personally understood my limits and addictions, but yo, if I had access to shit at 19, 
shit, man. If I was cooler at that age, I don't know what my life would have been like. <laughs> I wasn't cool. I was like kind of in a corner by myself. So the fuck do I know about being popping at a young age, you know? I don't. It's not something I can really relate to. So to hear these experiences to me just creates like an empathy point. And the music slaps. Like, yeah, I'm not going to say like it's my favorite but i would say this is like the last two it's like this 4.25 range like i would actually put this on playlist for parties and shit where i know i need to have like some shit for when girls be around like this is on a when girls be around playlist this is not necessarily on my scholarly intellectual shit but this is a good song for a party to be honest um anyway the next one doesn't have the lyrics so watch how we go even quicker through it <laughs> it's called cap all right what do y'all think about cap and don't I don't have no cap in your in your responses, please. Um, I mean, I don't really have so much to say about most of these songs, so I'll, I'll just be quick and tell you. Um, so this one was just kind of like more. It was more like the same kind of vibe, and uh, kind of just touching on like it just felt like more like a drug induced song uh, about drugs. Like he's kind of talking about lean, he's talking about Percocet, Xanax, Benz. Like he kind of talks about like all of these kind of like these aren't necessarily like uplifting medications. Like these are like or medications or whatever. Like they're more downers, I guess. So it's more of just to kind of like get away from like your away from everything and just kind of like I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't, it like kind of is opposite of what the energy brings. You know what I mean? Like those kinds of drugs. So for me, it's not necessarily like, like something that I would ever put on, but it was okay. I liked it. It was fine. Um, I gave it a 3.9 on five. Um, I do agree. It has this like drug induced effect to it. And like kind of the way that the, the song, like the, his, his effects and everything kind of play out, show that too. But I think it's more to showcase how he's using these drugs to relax because he's super stressed out and he's like going through a lot. So what I got from this was he's definitely got trust issues. He's mentioned a couple of times that like they own people only call them when they need something. Maybe it's money or a favor. They're not really genuine with him. Yeah. Um, so I could see why he like maybe expressing certain uh, behaviors like that. Um <clears throat> He also mentions at one point, like he kind of goes back about when his homies were like in, in the streets and doing certain actions that as well could be like stressing him out and just being weighing on his mind. So he's he's yeah, I feel like he's trying to like mediate this rage that's inside of him with all these downers in a sense. But he also is like acknowledging how this is like fucking him up. Uh, and in terms of just the cap, I mean, I think he's using it in a way to say that everybody's just, he feels like everybody's lying to him and he feels like everything is just cap. Like you're, there's, you know, you're not really being truthful with me. So, uh, that's kind of what I got from this. I thought it was really cool. I, th I felt this to be a little bit more polished than the other two, to be fair. Like it, it, it felt more cleaned up a little bit. Uh, and I left it with a 4.215. Yeah, I've definitely fucks with this and I feel like, Again, if we look at this song, like, honestly, like, it's almost like going through the stages of grief and loss and shit, but, like, mm. emotionally expressed out. And I think that's super nifty. Um, you do get this big sense that people lie to him and trust issues. That was a big takeaway for me that, like, people treat you different. Like, all, all it is, becomes is what you can do for them. And it's like everyone gets kind of weirdly entitled around you. And 
anecdotally i've experienced the smallest scale of that so i can only imagine what happens when you can afford all the drip drip and then when i was thinking about like the use of drugs and shit i mean the line that really struck me was more like you know it's codeine make me concentrate and i'm like yo like that's wild because like i don't picture the drug like that like i don't picture painkillers mm. in the way that other people consume them so the idea that people are using it to concentrate or when he does mention uh perky's perks make me relax but i don't touch the xanax i thought that was interesting too because fucked if i know the difference between fucking xanax and percocet in the context of habitual drug use <laughs> fucked yeah. if i know because that's totally not it but it's like, yo, that shit just wasn't really around me when I was young. So, I mean, shit, nobody offered me joints. I was that kid. It wasn't like I was being invited to the circle. Um, but now it's like later on in life, I just, you know, I don't think I've ever even really done painkillers. So it's like the mm -hmm. idea that you're living in this world where there's such a lack of trust, where everybody's almost commercializing the relationships in your life to a point where you can't trust the women because it's about commodities you can't trust your homies because it's about being put on there's so much you know and then i just pictured everybody's high on this shit too probably you're probably not the only one mm -hmm. that's fucked up and maybe you can handle your drugs but i don't know about you but like i don't actually like like i smoke a lot of weed and i don't like smoking weed with most people because most people can't smoke weed like me so it's like cool you're high high it's not really what I'm doing this for. So it's like not like it's like just imagine the different synergies of like the way drugs manifest and all of that. So that's kind of what I was thinking about while vibing to this track. The beat continues also to be really just upbeat and flow. And I, I feel like he just rides in all my past commentary just kind of follows on here and what i think is really striking is because these songs are so short they stream together in a way where you almost want to listen to the whole project like if you got this far it's like why are you going to turn this off you're just going to finish it because mm -hmm. it's like yeah it's like one of those jesus of suburbia kind of songs broken into multiple parts but sewing together in a way where it's really just like an 18 minute track and i that that's my takeaway i could be wrong but it's also sliced up so you can just listen to the parts you want and i think that experience on it was really nice this one is about 4.25 you're gonna see i'm basically gonna be very consistent because they really all hit me very similarly and it really was enjoyable for me to listen to so i i mean that's all i gotta say about that one but i guess you already knew it yeah this one is really cool um i just have to say like the way chris pointed out on the last one it felt more polished i felt this one actually felt more polished in its construction but not just that like the flows were really nice um the way he approaches that like really cool verse on the flow and the way he says the word bitch in that really emphasized way and then the way he just transitions from that really kind of off time flow into such a perfectly on time flow was super nice mm -hmm. and the overall melody and hook again is dope with the song content being kind of like y'all be trying to tell me shit y'all be like trying to express the different things of your flexings or your accomplishments or your gossip at the end of the day i already know what you're doing it's cool but i'm too busy making moves to be plugged in and it's funny how i still already knew that shit because it is how it just goes like it's just so what it is and i felt that vibe off of it which continues the overall narrative and if you think about the songs in order of sequence it really kind of makes sense right like it's a bit like after 
not being able to trust people after kind of coming ready to engage back and everything. It's to the point where, you know, you're blowing up a bit and you're really just considering it. You're calming your emotions a bit and you're realizing, yo, I'm here. I already know this shit. We already making these moves. That's kind of the vibe I took from it. Yeah, no, I'm at 4.25. Let's say a 4.35. Okay. Uh, I felt the same way. I mean, it, it, it really has, what stood out was, like you said, how the songs connect or like have this seam seamlessness to it. Um, what I did think was cool is how he's really staying. It's not, it's really stating it's not what you do, but how you do it. And it like really kind of emphasizing like you got to have your own kind of spin to it, maybe your own uniqueness to it. Like anybody can do anything, but you have to do it in your own like authentic way. Um, so I thought that was also super cool. Um, I like the, the with like how we were saying the songs being polished and cleaned up. I feel like there's like an upgrade happening throughout the project too. like every next track is just a little bit better than the last one. And it just keeps kind of going and i feel this like type of growth through it too so that's cool um i mean i i left this with a four on five it, it it's just it is what it is yeah um i mean this one it, it, i mean you guys kind of mostly covered it it's um you know he he already knows about whatever like violence or whatever shit is already happening like he's already like ahead of the curve like he's already doing making the the changes in his life, you know, whereas other people are maybe are like behind him a little bit um, and he's doing what he needs to do to like make it. So for me, like I also gave it a four on five. I thought it sounded fine. It's not like this whole album is not my cup of tea, um, but it's fine. <laughs> Just keep that in mind, people watching it in the future. She's doing her best. Yes. She's running it. But yo, it ain't been <laughs> the same since. All right, your lady friend Bonnie, how do you feel about this one? Um, that I just felt like he sounded very sad on this one. Um, and that shit ain't been the same. And he maybe doesn't smile as much as he used to. Um, obviously something happened, you know, and since then shit ain't been the same. Um, you know, he just kind of gets high and like it's, you know, his life is different from what it was. Um, and it definitely sounds like he has his own struggles and, you know, like he something impacted him and he's just trying to like, like, you know, figure his way to deal with that in the best way that he can. So, um, yeah, that's what I took from that. I, I like the beat. I thought it was good. Um, I gave it a four on five. Nice. Um me, I feel like this is him now acknowledging that everything's changed um, just with the last two tracks with like Cap lying and then acknowledging that he's like kind of ahead of the curb with some people. Um, this is like really, I guess, that day that he like, I guess, woke up and is like, yo, like nothing is the same anymore. Everything's changing. You know, like I'm losing friends. I'm I'm losing, I guess, myself in some sort of ways. Uh, but I'm also like succeeding, but I'm trying to cope with that uh, more with that, like, you know, using using, you know, self-medicating with drugs and stuff like that. So pretty solid, pretty, pretty solid, pretty short. You know, I left it with a four, four on five. I feel like y'all are not giving this song the justice that I feel this song deserves personally. <laughs> Unlike the other ones, there's like nothing in this song I can't personally relate to on like a really deep level because it really kind of shies away from some of the more. I don't know if I want to comment on that bars because like, nah, this is like, yo, if I'm 23, 
I can't even get high today. I didn't even smile. I almost cried today. Like, yeah, bro. I know that. I know that. I know what it feels like. I know exactly yeah. those mm-hmm. emotions. <clears throat> then really, like, think about the beginning of the verse verse. I've been looking for faith. I'm going to tell you how I feel. I'm going to keep it real. See you fake when I look in your face. I'm like, I kind of wrote the same bars on my last project. Almost the same kind of exact topic matter. I'm like, hold mm-hmm. up. I relate to what his emotional state is here. And that flow, like, I can't even get high today. The, like the high today. Like, that's like a really like, oh, say word. He'd be like three noting that shit, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's like he's a little instrument in the way that his voice be delivering on this track. I feel like it's so gorgeous, his melodies and his delivery. And I kind of get why when you check his Insta, you see they have like a gold plaque on one of the tracks because like this is really talented um, from the musicality side of it all. If you're coming at it from the rap side of it all with the rippity rappities, I can see why he's like, oh, no, this ain't bars. But I'm like, nah, I'm feeling this shit. I understand where he's coming from on these emotions. And I feel like he delivers them really candidly. And honestly, his language use is pretty clean. His Everything he says is super clean. And when you really listen to it, it feels almost like this this prayer, kind of like the album cover, this whole project, like this prayer of please listen to me and treat me better. I just want to be yeah. treated better. And mm. that's like a wild thing. Like he just want. Like, it's almost like if you need drugs to be happy, like, you in recognizing all this shit, like, it's like he just wants to be in a better place. And I, I really understand that. And I really like that that song is here. This shit's like a 4.5, 4.6 even. It's really well made, and it's really great to listen to. Um, nice. And I think it, it also carries the project along like i don't want to sleep on that theme like he's scarred and it almost feels like he's walking you through the emotional journey of what it is to be scarred for him and it's really living up to the overall concept that he brought to the table and that also is really cool for me um anyway it's not as cool that he the next one's depressed you know yeah think about depressed um so this one sounds like he's depressed <laughs> uh, it's basically what it is um and it seems to be like he is mostly depressed from uh a, you know a lady who hurt him and you know that he had trusted this girl and you know she played him and you know that unfortunate story um but this one is also a little bit more like aggressive like i found like it is more like expressive and um you know he he's just kind of like angry and upset and like all of these like negative feelings are making him depressed. So it's not necessarily like what he's doing. He's just kind of like all these things have happened to me and like, that's what's making me depressed. Um, So yeah, I gave this one another four on five. I thought it was another fine one. Um, I, okay. So I as well felt like he was dealing with a woman and just having like this, I guess, relationship issue. Uh, but what it felt more is like, I think he's like kind of snapping out because like he's explaining to her why he's depressed in a sense and like explaining the the situations and the experiences and the stories, um, that have happened to him to cause him to be the way he is, um, it's it's really more aggressive than the other tracks i found it has that same not the same it has actually i felt more energy to this song yeah. um just again with like that rage with it um 
yeah, it, it was it was cool. I actually gave this a 4.25, uh, 4.2 on five. Um, thought it was good. Yeah, I'm with you. I have like right. less commentary because I feel like it's like everything I feel about this song is more or less the same as I felt about the last few. It is brilliantly put together, well composed songwriting, super tight, great beat. Shout out KP on the beat, apparently, according to Genius. And, um, the thing I felt in this song was the sense of isolation, which has been kind of compounded with the trust issues and the different things that are going on. And it just kind of is, it's like this open letter of like, this is why I feel the way I do. And I feel like a lot of people might judge stuff like this without like really like considering what's being said here. But man, this isn't just like, Oh, I'm doing drugs or, Oh, I have guns or nah. This is like, I'm in big pain and I don't want to feel this way. And these are the reasons why I feel this way. Can we please fix the circumstances in my life? I've really done a lot of introspection to figure it out. And I really respect that because he's just putting that into art. And that's such a productive way to deal with emotion. Um, I don't want to comment on it, but I feel the isolation in this one with the way people have treated him and the, the situation. I mean... It's a cool track. Uh, 4.25. I don't have more to say on it. I've learned to not drag shit out as much. So let's move on to Bad News, which I uh, which I think has a video. Or no, it doesn't. It just has oh. lyrics. Has All right, Chris. How are you feeling about this one? Um, I mean, like, the song itself is good. The way he flows is good. Everything is good. I guess I'm just a little bit confused with like what I guess he's trying to express throughout the track. I understand that he's like frustrated and scared and he's waiting on bad news. And like, I get that aspect of like, I can, I can relate to that when like you're, you're waiting on, like you're anticipating something and it's negative. So you feel like shook up inside and everything's like fucking you up. So I can get that. But like, I, I, I felt like when going through it, I was like, oh, okay. So finding out your girl's pregnant may be like the bad news that you've been like anticipating or something like that. But then like arguably the end where, she like, doesn't trust him. He's trying to do work. She thinks he's fucking hoes. There's always constantly text coming in. I get the sense that it's more like every day. It seems like there's this influx of bad news coming in constantly in my life. Here's some examples of that. Mm -hmm. This is why I'm so fucking mm -hmm. stressed. Oh my gosh. Even the drugs I've been scratching lately. Now that's a line to overuse and you know, you know, people not understanding it. People maybe don't get that he's on drugs. So they think, <clears throat> He's allergic to it. And it's like, yo, all of this sounds like bad news in a sense, like just an expression of why he feels yeah. there's bad news. So like, yeah, I don't know. That's how I took the lyrics. Bonnie said, yeah, Fair a enough. few times. So I assume I mean, she yeah. agrees. <laughs> yeah. He just, you know, he just wakes up every day and prepared to hear bad news. And, you know, someone will get shot or some trouble will happen or something like that. Um, and he's just kind of talking about that. It's like just him and his boy, Jay. I don't know who Jay is, but you know, they're friends and like they're in it and like they're, they're, uh, I thought he said something about his friend anyways, maybe, but, um, he's hustling. Uh, I like the beat. Um, you know, he does wish that he could call the girl that he trusts or trusted, um, but he hates her now and, you know, she treated him badly and like things didn't go the way that were, you know, that he thought they would. So that's what it is. I gave this one a 
Yeah, it's uh, on my shoulder. I ain't yeah, got no same. help, bitch. It's just Jay. So it's like, this is just me. Like, ain't nobody here. It's me, myself, and yeah, I okay. running running this. I mean, y'all didn't even talk about the beat, which is kind of more area fine. I feel like we've slowed down the energy a bit and like kind of absorbed the pain a little bit more on this one. And from a progression point of view, after being depressed, there's a bit of anger and frustration in this one, which kind of makes sense, right? You've absorbed all the darkness and then it's almost like yeah. you're fucking tired of that shit. Like, oh my gosh, I can't handle it. Mm. And that's kind of what I feel. So, like, it kind of moves the story of the project along to that. And it really does tie into the last one, right? So, like, all of this is going somewhere because he let me do that. He set the album up in a way that made this, like, emotional journey kind of transparent to me, which is great sequencing. And I think it really is placed really well. And also the outro, just the way he, like, if you read it on the screen, it's like, oh, the, the, no, but like, that's some really good, like, melodic shit, like, you, call on you, or whatever. Like, he just really did his shit nice, and it just really felt proper, and, like, it wasn't over the top, and it isn't mm-hmm. just, like, leaving the beat open for, like, 40 seconds. It's like, no, nah, he utilized that to leave the idea of me wanting to call on you and resonate and almost drive home the desperation of the shit, but then, you know, a little pussy-ass bitch don't call my phone. Like, no, I don't really want to. I wish I could, though. You know, like, and that's some honest shit. I know everybody who goes through some hard times with their love partners when it's not longer a thing has gone through some shit like that. That's just some rebounding being single shit. And I really appreciate where he's coming from on that. Or maybe it's a homie or maybe it's a business relationship because, you know, it turns out that shit feels the same no matter the context. Right. And so it's like when you have those Mm, friends you wish you could call and they're gone and you just wish I could call on you, but they ain't the same no more. And it's just not the same no more. And I feel like that's a lot of what this project explores, right? Like, because shit's not the same. Anyway, I thought it was another 4.25. This shit just keeps it running. Um, There is the last one on this project, The Man in the Mirror. Let's get it. All right, Chris, what do you think about the last one on here? I think this was really cool. Um, I like how there's this self-reflecting aspect to the song and he's kind of acknowledging that, like, he he's starting to see there's two, two sides of him, essentially um he realizes that he's changed he realizes that he's he's kind of starting to act different and maybe doing more drugs kind of losing himself into that as well um but it's for me it felt like a really good way to end the project and kind of like looking inwards in a sense um after expressing how he feels with a lot of stuff and getting like kind of venting and getting a lot of it off his chest which is super valid i like how he takes that like call out accountability and be like i have to look at myself as well like even though i have these issues i gotta look at myself so Mm -hmm. that was really really cool um i do agree that like once you get to like through the whole project it's like okay there there is this like story aspect there is this like connection through everything there and like holden was saying earlier like you know he does kind of lead you somewhere so that that's super cool um i i gave this a a 4.2 on five i thought it was dope yeah um i mean he's definitely kind of like you know reflecting man in the mirror just makes me always think of like the michael jackson song um and that's just about you know reflecting on yourself making changes within yourself to be to make the world that you want um you know and that's kind of what he's talking about that he kind of he doubted himself and he prayed to get rid of the pain that he was feeling and like suffering and like things like that and that he was going um you know he was going like hard like for what he believes like you know and he's adamant about you know the success that he's going to have and like you know the path that he's going to stay on um 
you know, and he knows that he's changed, you know, as people do. And, you know, he does drugs and, but he feels like the people don't care about how he feels. So he's just going to like, kind of keep doing this sort of, uh, cycle of like just kind of keep doing drugs because people don't care um but like that's kind of what he's dealing with those are like his demons and he's just going to like handle that the way he the best way that he can so it's an interesting like kind of conclusion to the album um it works it's still like with like the same sort of like flow and energy and vibe um so i give this one a four on five i thought it was good yeah yeah, I know. I love the way he ends this because there is that introspection. But the other side of it, like you guys commented on like the drugs and this, but there is like this whole fuck all of y'all. I'm a winner and you're not energy to this. Like there is a big dick energy on this song mm-hmm. that like, mm-hmm. but it also feels like you whittled around everybody else. Right. And that because if you think about, again, the grieving process, what happens once you've done blaming the world for everything? You're just kind of left with the man in the mirror. And it is the acknowledgement of the strengths that come from it. So if you take it in the context of a breakup, you're usually a better person after. So after you're mad at everybody, after you've done your fuck 17 ho shit, after you've done all that crap and you're kind of like left with yourself and nothing's changing anything, you're left with acknowledging who you are and kind of growing from the experience and achieving even better greatness in your life. But through all of this, you know, like you can see he's really thought about how to move forward without repeating shit in a sense, but also acknowledging who he is in the process or maybe just accepting that this is the way it is. And I don't know, it's so like open-ended in a sense, but really self-aware. And it takes it from being like whining per se, which maybe if he didn't have this song, you could say this is just a bunch of whining, but it's not. It's really this open expression and this really creates this cohesive art piece. And this song is beautiful to me. It's another 4.25-ish. It's like a really great way to end the album. And I I like the way that he, he manages to hit these different flows on every song. I mean, if we just talk about the album as a whole, right? Like every track while similar is different enough that it's audibly distinct like you can clearly tell which track is which when you hear them um and the fact that there is that emotional flow across it and the fact that it does feel like i said earlier it's almost like one big song split up into a bunch of parts like you're supposed to listen to it as a whole and i really think it's cool that this that he did this because so often i'll talk to djs or people who don't even believe people care about concept albums and i'm keep being like are you two today we reviewed two in a row (laughs) this one was a random grab we pulled it out a hat all things considered and i think that's amazing yeah it's a solid 4.25 project i would recommend this to people into the more melodic side of things yeah um i gave this uh the whole album overall uh 4.03 on five so that's an 80 percent so for me like the, um, the overall sound was pretty consistent um so i like that you know that it is definitely like this vibe that you're gonna get um it isn't my favorite like subgenre of music more just because it's like too depressing for me like i want something that is more fun and that i can dance to like i'm not really she's queen iggy you know and in yeah i'm not really in his mind like dealing with all of that um but like i see that you know what its purpose is and like who it serves and like how it helps people and you know how it helps him like obviously get his emotions out so um i appreciate that that's it i overall gave the project a 4.12 after doing the math and um i think it's 
I think I'm I'm gonna have to sit with it for a little bit. I think that's what I would also tell people. Like, if you really like this sound, you really enjoy this, then yeah, like go for it. Highly recommend. Um, you'll find something for you on this. But like, I think uh, for others, it's like, hey, you have to, you know, you got to kind of sit with it a bit because I, I I had a little bit of trouble getting through a lot of the effects and the auto tunes. But when you really get into like the storytelling and really how he is expressing himself and kind of like crying out for help in a sense is 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 pretty dope so, so basically if you want to be an old man about this shit get over yourself and see that there's actual art here yeah appreciate all of y'all watching this everybody who came through for the live it's amazing that y'all do this uh we'll catch you next week with another one if you do want to watch this with us live on twitch where you can actually hear the songs because the people in the youtube land did not twitch.tv slash behind that suit sundays 12 p.m est um otherwise thank y'all for watching this in the future like comment subscribe all that good stuff if you want us to do a particular album review patreon.com slash behind that suit on that note is wonderful links in description for everybody and show live long and prosper bye bye